What's up, everybody? This is Brad Lazarus, Brad Lazarus Gaming. And I just want to be from I'm Dead Redemption 2 and whether it was worth it or not, and whether you should or shouldn't invest your money or time if you haven't already. Now, the Red Dead Redemption 2 story follows Arthur Morgan. He's a member of the Dutch Vanderlyn gang. Dutch's gang being the main focus and what led Dutch to be the man that he is in Red Dead Redemption 1. We see it all through the eyes of Arthur and depending on how you play you are treated different within those people you call family. While yeah John Marston is present, this is Arthur's story as this is the prequel to John Marston's hunt for his former crew. This game does many things well, just as much as it does not so well. Let's start with the opening of the game, and yes, there are a couple spoilers within this dialogue. In the beginning, we go through what many people call the snow level. And Jesus, man, the snow level. For those who have more than likely already purchased this game, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it serves as a tutorial, but it just holds your hand so much, as if you've never picked up a controller. Now while I didn't fall asleep while playing, I would be lying if I said the intro to the game didn't exactly blow me away. I was bored even. However, like any halfway decent game, and Red Dead Redemption 2 is much more than decent, the further you go down the story, the much better it becomes. After the tutorial, you settle down in the first of many camps, completing side missions and the many many world events that take place randomly. Now I've heard people that burn through the game focusing solely on main missions and part of me doesn't blame you. The side missions while at first entertaining, the journey to and from each mission made me wonder if they were worth doing. The conclusion I reached was a big sorta. Yeah you bond with your crew and you discover certain things about Arthur sooner rather than later like his second wife who left you for the life that you chose and helping out the mayor of Saint Denis a book writer, and a photographer just to name a few. The photographer being one of my favorites to be honest. However, further down the road they felt like a chore, as if I was just playing through them to finish that certain story thread. And yet by the end of it, when there are no more left to do, I was glad I finished these less than entertaining missions believe it or not. So take that how you will, and play these missions at your leisure. I saw no real purpose other than to keep me busy and to form a closer bond to Arthur that the, the main story itself already does a well enough job of. So those side missions are a big yes and no. Do them if you want to, basically. It's just some are super fun and some are not. It's up to you who you are to choose. And as for the world events, they're pretty cool too but do feel repetitive the more you come across them. Like the bear trap, snake bite, wrongly accused convicts, and female captives. Repetitive only because while yeah it's a different character model and voice actor, it doesn't change the fact that these events are the exact same each time you encounter them. There's only three I know of that roughly change, like the cowboy who challenges you to shoot cans, the other who challenges you to races, and the KKK. Now maybe it's just me nitpicking or the amount of hours I've put into the game that make all of these seem repetitive, however this is supposed to be a 100 plus hour game. So with that said, I had hoped they put much more than those random encounters. I want to say it's just me nitpicking, I really do, but it's just how in the middle I am towards this game. These interactions at first are fire and yet they grow stale over time. 
Now, while all of that is happening, you are also completing main story missions. The first few chapters, one to three, showcase you bonding with your gang, putting in countless hours to robbing, hunting, chasing, arsony, and of course drinking. While entertaining, yes, I did find it to be a bit of a drag at times. The first few chapters are just full of hit and miss sequences. I understand it's to build the connection to my gang, but it felt very dragged on. I wasted like so many just if I totaled it, it'd be a collection of a couple hours just riding back and forth. That's why they feel dragged on. I wanted to plot more actual bank robberies than to chase a man who recognized me from Blackwater. You know what I mean? But in chapters four to six, they just kick it into high gear, yo. Three wasn't that great. One to three aren't that hype. But chapter three ends with a bang that sets up four and six for success. It reminds me of how Sunset Overdrive's first half wasn't so great, only to be saved by the second half. With the Braithwaite's over with in chapter three, we discover Jack was taken to St. Denis. Jake, Jack, Jake, Jack being John Marston's son, in case you forgot, was taken by Angelo Bronte, a powerhouse in the new frontier of the West. Throughout these chapters, we see Dutch slowly start to unravel into the man he is in Red Dead Redemption 1, as well as the crew believing in him less and less for all his failed attempts at robberies. With the body count piling up and the Pinkertons, that's old West talk for cops, hot on their trail, things don't look so great for the gang, leading to an internal struggle brewing more and more with each passing mission. By now, many know how this ends, but I'm more for letting you experience it yourself. The story is full of ups and downs, but I did feel satisfied once I completed it. And gameplay? It's... Look, as far as gameplay goes, it's a mixed bag. I for one enjoyed the shooting mechanics. You know, they were easy. But that's probably also why many people hated it. To survive shootouts, get behind cover, spam the aim button, move the camera stick just a little up, and then shoot. It's very easy. But it's exactly what Rockstar tells you to do at the tutorial when you're learning to shoot. So I don't see the big deal. Like, I really don't. Now, let's talk about those duels, man. Those fucking duels, yo. I mean, I never got the hang of it. The original RDR1 duel system was fine to me. Maybe it's just preference because I do know others who just ace every single duel. So I don't know. That's up to you, but it's a no for me, man. You absolutely must take care of your freaking horse, feeding it, brushing it, calming it, taking it for walks, and no, I'm not kidding. While other people love that aspect about the horseplay, pause the horseplay, <laughs> I absolutely hated it. Because say you accidentally fell off a cliff and had no horse revive. Guess what? That horse is gone now. So guess what? You have to bond all over again with your new crappier horse to raise its health and stamina up all over again. Jesus, fuck. And look, on an added note, I don't know if it's just me, but traveling on your horse is very boring. It takes way too long, coupled with the fact that you unlock fast travel by digging through camp upgrades. Like, what the hell is that? I Nobody tells you this. Nobody tells you that you have to find it through the camp. It's ridiculous. Better thank me for telling you. Now, the hunting. 
I only recently gotten into it, but it's actually really fun. I was skeptical about it, but the more I played, I was just like, all right, this is pretty cool. It's only fun, however, if you have the right equipment. If you have your small game arrows, if you have your long scoped rifle, your varmint rifle, so on and so forth. Just make sure you have all those weapons. And if you don't, good luck claiming any three star skins. It's a simple process. Use your idle dead eye to find tracks and to track the said animal down. Don't get too close or they'll A hear you, then B smell you and finally run away. And that's it. Maybe it's just me, but fishing is just so boring. It is the most boring thing you can do in this game, man. I swear to God, I, I could not get into it. I don't know who will, but it's there if you want it. Fishing. There you go. And, alright. Shout out to all my addicts. Gambling is so fun in this damn game. I know it's just a random number generator, RNG, for all you smarter people. But I've spent countless hours at the poker table. There's just a bunch of things to do. Lastly, I think the last gameplay part of this are your cores. Your health, stamina, and your deadeye cores. You know, they start off relatively small, but then through more and more uses and specific tasks for each of them, you level them up and there you go, max health, max stamina, max deadeye. To get max health, you have to hunt, fight, or kill with your melee weapons. So your knife, your machetes, your tomahawks, so on and so forth, throwing knives, stuff like that. And to increase your stamina max, all you have to do is just run around, just just run. Just run as much as you want to in the game and you'll it'll slowly get to 100%. It's not the it's not the hardest one. But your dead eye. Now this one was more of a of a challenge. It was like a really it was taking too long in my head. But to upgrade that, you use it. That's it. That's one of the ways you can do that. You get non dead eye headshots. And also, because I didn't know this, you also get perfect hunting kills you have to get those and that's probably why it didn't do that because i just recently got into the hunting but if you follow that your cords should be up i don't know you'll just see it characters all right some say arthur morgan is a very boring character but i say he's just a loyal member of the gang like loyal to a fault he's old he's distinguished and as i've already stated his backstory has already happened his second wife leaving him for his life choices you finding out where his first wife is this game if anything is just like red dead redemption one in the sense that it's the tale of a cowboy's last days and his road to redemption ergo red dead redemption he's already lost everything and the last thing he's held on to his gang is slowly falling apart and he's just doing everything in his power to prevent it from completely and finally dying the supporting cast is just as essential now i'm gonna be leaving a couple out but that's just so i can get to the meat and potatoes of the situation hosea is dutch's right hand man arthur being third as far as i can tell and Hosea, he serves to keep Dutch in line, so to speak. He makes him think rationally and remember that it's not just about him. 
Next is Micah Bell. He's just insane. Your introduction to him is nothing short of insanity. And he plays a key role to the downfall of Dutch and the gang. Dutch was just not what I expected, though. At the start of the game, he's, it's not in a bad way. He's just seemed like a natural-born leader. A calm, cool, and collected guy. And at the halfway mark, there's just a switch that while you're playing, you see it happen. But oh man, do you really see it towards the end. Rockstar definitely did this character justice. From a hopeful, loving father figure to a ruthless killing machine. Sadie Adler, the housewife turned outlaw. The rival O'Driscoll gang murders her husband, leading you to unknowingly save her, which is where she joins you, and having lost everything, her drive is now to murder every single O'Driscoll boy in existence. Next we have Charles, the Native American slash African American. I think I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it was what he was mixed with. This role serves as a grander purpose in the later chapters. Charles just helps out so much. He helps Arthur go through a bunch of what you will find out later. Forward thinker and a morally correct outlaw. Which leads me to Como Driscoll. And from what I gather, he's Dutch's old acquaintance and now most hated enemy. They talk about them knowing themselves before, but there's nothing else other than that. That's all I can really say. He's just a bad man's Dutch. And those are just a select few from the countless characters found within the story of Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, I'm glad I waited this long to do this because it just proves that I was right in waiting because I'm catching your attention. <laughs> Red Dead Online. Now, this version of Red Dead Online, since it's been released and it's, it's only in beta and with each week it gets updated, it's a huge improvement and it's just gonna keep getting better with more and more updates and there's a story here. There's a story in an online version of a game. That's 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 huge. And it's definitely alright. It's not as deep as the main story. But it does serve a purpose to show why you're a gunslinging cowboy. Or cowgirl now. At the moment I'm sitting on level 27. And from what I know about GTA 5 online, the grind is here. But Rockstar is trying to not do the same mistake as before. So they are tweaking the reward system here and there. But as usual, all the good items are locked behind a high rank. It doesn't matter that I've accumulated over $2,000 of in-game currency. I can't buy the best horse until 20 more levels. I just hope they find a way to make the grind a little more rewarding. And every animal is in this mode as well as a cavalcade of stranger quests. Now you thought the world events were repetitive. These guys right here give it a whole new meaning. Go fetch this, deliver that, protect this, rob that, kill them, kill him. And okay, there's familiar faces here and there, but that charm wears down so quick, especially since big scores aren't, uh, aren't a thing yet. They're gonna add it, but as of right now, on... December 14th, it's not there. And I feel just spent. Showdown slash team deathmatch only holds me for so long. And oh my god, 
there's world events here that are just not worth your fucking time. You don't ever accept that invite. It's pointless and rewards you nothing. Unless you're the winner in a lobby of, what, 20 people? So while Red Dead Online is fun, I think it's much better in bursts. Now, graphics. I'm not a graphics hoe. You'll never call hear me call out a game for looking bad, honestly. Unless it's ridiculous, but... I'm not a graphics hoe. Of course the PC version is gonna be better. But I played the Xbox version and it still satisfied me, I guess. I'm not a graphics hoe. But if you are... I guess just wait until the PC version comes out for you to get all your little 4K Ultra graphics. Now, was Red Dead Redemption 2 worth it? Fuck yeah. The story is an up and down roller coaster, you know, and it grants you such a reward for investing the time necessary to get the full experience, you know? And it might bore you, but the ride gets better. That's all I know. It's just the ride gets better. And with Red Dead Online only growing as time goes by, bro, what are you doing? This is just hop on the bandwagon already. Fuck it. It's worth it. This is Brad Lazarus with Brad Lazarus Gaming. Thank you for listening to me. Take it easy.